The Productive Woman, Episode 73. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you very much for joining me. I am excited in this episode to share with you my conversation with chef and registered dietitian Allison Schaff, who shared her thoughts both on managing a busy life and also getting healthy meals on the table. You'll find information about Allison and links to the tools she recommends and the various ways you can connect with her online in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 73. This episode is brought to you by Nosby, the productivity tool that's designed to help you simply get things done. The Productive Woman listeners can get a free 30-day trial of Nosby's Pro Edition by visiting nosby.com woman. But for now, let's get right into my conversation with Allison. I'm really pleased today to introduce to the Productive Woman listeners, Allison Schaff. She is a food, nutrition, and culinary expert, and I was first introduced to Allison when her company, Prep Dish, sponsored a few episodes of the podcast last year. I've really been looking forward to talking with her ever since then and introducing you to her and vice versa. So welcome, Allison. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm really glad we were able to make this work. Uh, I think you have a, a lot of uh, expertise to share with, with certainly I'm interested in hearing what you have to say. You run a business that basically, if I'm understanding it right, is designed to help busy women manage a really important part of their life, which is putting nutritious and tasty meals on the table day after day. And I look forward to having you share some of your expertise in that area. But first, can we talk a little bit about how you manage your own busy life? Sure. Yeah, that would be great. And so maybe you could start by just giving us sort of the thumbnail sketch of who you are and what you do. Yeah. So I'm based in Austin, Texas. I'm also a newlywed. I just got married last June. I have a cat <laughs> and I run PrepDish. So it's an online business, meaning I work for myself and I also work from home. Yeah. I think that kind of gives a brief little okay. <laughs> insight into. And so given that you, you have this business and I've really enjoyed the stuff that's on your website and the service that you provide. So, but tell me if you can just briefly, what's a, what, if there is such a thing, what's a typical day like for you? Yeah. Um, you're right. There's sometimes they're not always typical, but I do sort of have different routines and processes that I try to go through every day. Um, this past year I've started a morning routine and I found that that's been really helpful in just kind of setting my day on the right page. Um, so in the morning I wake up and usually head out to the patio. I have some hot lemon water and I have a gratitude journal that I fill out. I do a little bit of stretching and then I'll usually follow that with some uh, meditation and maybe some prayer. So I try and fit that in every day. I've actually been really consistent with it and it can last anywhere from, you know, if I'm if I have a really busy day, honestly, I just make sure I do it. And so it's like a very speedy version of like five minutes, but most days it's, you know, 20, 25 minutes. That can really, a routine, a little time like that can really set the day up well, can't it? 
It really does. Like, you know, the few times that I've missed it, like if I'm traveling or have an early flight or something, it just, yeah, I really do miss it. And so even, like I said, if I have a busy time, you know, the busy days are the days I probably need it the most. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) And so then after that, you get into your day and yeah. So after that, well, I actually sit down and have breakfast. I mean, my husband usually have a hot breakfast in the morning. And then after that, I tackle my day. I try and kind of look at, you know, what are my, you know, one or two biggest tasks that have to get done. Um, for me, that can vary greatly day to day. Sometimes like right now I've been shooting some new videos. Um, sometimes it's doing, you know, reconciliation or accounting stuff. Sometimes it's doing meal testing. Um, and then throughout the day, also kind of checking my emails, although I've been trying to, I've been getting better about kind of blocking off and only doing my emails at certain times of the day and for a certain amount of times and not spending all day just wrapped up in email. Yeah, that can, it can easily take over the day. It's, it's, yes, (laughs) that's one of the things that I struggle with, you know, in my day job, um, I wish that I was in a position to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to check email at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. or something like that. But uh, very often in my case, I'm a lawyer. And Mm -hmm. if I've got deals going on, I have to be there. It's it can be very frustrating when I'm needing to get other work done. But I'm needing also to be keeping an eye on that inbox and responding very quickly. So it's it's uh, I think it's an ideal situation if you can kind of batch that and and block that out at various times of the day Mm -hmm. to get work done. Before we go on, I want to make sure that it's clear. I mean, we've talked about PrepDish in the past, but I know I have a lot of new listeners who maybe haven't gotten to the episodes where I talked about PrepDish when when the company was sponsoring the show. Can you tell us briefly what PrepDish is all about, why you started that company and what the service is that you provide? Yeah, well, I started it. My background is actually is both a chef and a dietitian. And I had a personal chef company where I was cooking, you know, going to various clients and sort of prepping their meals for the week for in their house for them. And as I did that, I was getting busy. I wasn't doing, you know, I would get home and not want to make meals for myself. So I sort of started doing that same process um, for myself where I would on Sunday afternoon spend two to three hours getting my meals ready for the week. So that way when I got done cooking, I had food ready to go. And I kind of realized, like, gosh, this process could be used for anyone. Like, here I am using it for myself and for my clients. But if I could write this up into little PDFs, this would be great to share with people anywhere. And so that's exactly what I did. I put together, um, it's basically a meal planning website. And what it is, is the subscribers each week will receive an email that links to a PDF that has three pieces. Um, one piece is a grocery list. And that grocery list is organized by section of the grocery store so they can get in and out as fast as possible. (laughs) And then the second piece is sort of the key piece that differentiates me, and that's the prep day piece is what I call it. And those are very specific instructions of different things you can do on usually Sunday afternoon or, you know, whenever you have um, a spare few hours where you dig in and do all the prep work for your meals. So cut all the veggies, mix the sauces and marinades, um, make some of the grains if you, and, you know, just so just sort of getting some of those things out of the way. Um, and then the third piece is just instructions for each night, how you finish off the meal. But those are very quick and easy because you've done all the work up front. Yeah. And yeah. for me, what I liked about the service is that you're you're giving these sort of menu ideas because, mm-hmm. you know, I've been married a long time. I've raised five kids. And throughout the years, the hardest part of cooking for me always was thinking up something to serve. 
Yeah. And so I, that's what I love about what you do. You don't, unlike some, there are some services I think that maybe send food out. You don't provide the food. You no. just provide the ideas and the stru- the organization and the process, the step-by-step instructions to make it real simple. And, uh, it, you know, you've got the list there. Folks can just go to the grocery store and, and pick up those things and then go through the little process. Exactly. And it makes it easier for people, you know, like if they know that they want to swap out, you know, we don't really care for asparagus, we're going to use broccoli instead. So it makes substitutions a lot easier too. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so your job then, I guess, is coming up with these menus and the recipes, and you mentioned food testing and, and, and those sorts of things to make sure, yep. I guess, everything works. And as, uh, I mean, it seems to me you've got the perfect background for that, not just a chef, but also as a registered dietitian, these things are going to be pretty healthy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but it sounds like you've got a lot on your table running with a new husband <laughs> and then running this business, having to come up with all these things. And I, I know that as a, as an entrepreneur, you have the marketing piece and all the things you do. So lots of things calling for your time and attention these days. Yes. Um, what would you say? are your biggest challenges when it comes to managing your life. And I, by that, I mean, you know, for some of us, it's just uh, remembering to do things. For some of us, it's keeping our priorities in order. For some, it's managing their, uh, their stuff, their house, you know, we become hoarders or whatever. Mm-hmm. Are there any particular areas that you find more challenging when it comes to just in general managing your, your life? Yeah, I think sometimes it's making sure, like taking a step back and realizing what am I doing and am I doing too much? You know, there's all these things you could be doing at any given time and, you know, like, oh, I should be doing this thing on social media or I should be doing this and that and just realizing that, yes, like the work part is one priority, but like you said, there's other things that are important as well. And so, you know, do I want to be spending you know, my evenings doing work or do I want to spend them like doing a date night with my husband? And so just figuring out how to sort of make sure that everything that's important to me, I'm taking care of. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's a challenge for a lot of us, yeah. <laughs> for most of us. I, 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 I would venture to say, I don't know anybody that doesn't kind of struggle with that on a regular basis, kind of finding where that balance is to make sure mm-hmm. that the things that need to get done that are important to us don't get swallowed up in the sort of urgent things that pop up. So yeah. In managing this process, are there any particular tools that you use or resources that you recommend for staying productive, for managing your time or your, your space or whatever? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm trying to think something that comes to mind. I mean, it's just a small little thing, but I've started using boomerang on my emails Mm. and that's been a big help in terms of basically what boomerang does is it allows you to read an email. And if it's something you don't want to tackle right away, you can boomerang it to come back into your inbox at any given time. So you can, you know, if it's details on a podcast, you can boomerang that to come back to your email the day that you're going to record the podcast or if it's something you don't need to respond to just yet. And so that really helps me get in and out of email as quickly as possible. And that's a, that's a Gmail plugin. It's right? a Gmail plugin. Yeah. yeah. I know there's similar ones for other email services. Yeah. Gosh, and I'm trying to think of other things. Um, just over the holidays, one that I used, you know, I was talking about different things I do in the morning. Um, I did try out cause usually when I meditate, I just kind of do quiet time, but then I tried out that, uh, headspace mm. app. 
Yeah. Um, and I found that was really helpful, especially because I was, you know, staying with relatives. And so it wasn't as easy, you know, here I kind of prefer just to, you know, be quiet and be on my own. But with traveling and being in other houses, it's nice to have that app as a resource to kind of force you to f- calm down for 10 minutes and like relax. Yeah, I've used and recommended that for, because for me, that probably one of the hardest things and something I'm really continuing to work on is that just being quiet. And I may be sitting still, but the mind is going a million miles an hour. And I found that Headspace really, it gives me something to focus on to sort of corral all that thought. Mm-hmm. And that guy's voice is kind of fun to listen to. It really is. <laughs> I like his accent. I know. I even had my mom doing it with me one morning. It was great. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Very, very cool. Um, what do you use for like managing your calendar with all the various things you've got going on, both for prep dish and personal life. Is there a particular, uh, whether it's digital or paper calendar that you use? Yeah, it's interesting because I know we're having this conversation in 2016 and I just switched back to like a paper printout day planner. Um, Mm -hmm. I do have my iCal and everything is on iCal, but I find that I still like to handwrite out what I'm doing on a given day and it really helps to do that. And so I found a day planner called Day Designer and I ordered it or I actually got it for Christmas. I put it on my Christmas list and (laughs) I'm really excited to go back to a paper planner because it's been several years since I've used one, but I just like to have things written out. I mean, I'll still stick with having everything on the iCal, but then this day planner and the feature I really like the most about it is it has like every day but then at the day it has the top three things you want to get done and I'm a big fan of having that like front and center every day like what are the three or even sometimes it's one thing what's the one thing that like really has to get done today yeah so I like that it has that piece on there that sounds great maybe we can I'd love to get the if there's a website that I can put a link in the show notes so folks can look for that oh yeah I can get that to you for sure okay so we talked a little bit about this already, but beyond the your morning routine of sort of the quiet time to get the day set up, do you have any other routines or systems in place to uh, help manage the things that you need to get done, whether it's just on the business side? Do you have certain days that you do certain kinds of tasks for the business or is it just whatever needs to be done on the day? Yeah, it's not it's not um, necessarily certain days, but there's just there are certain times. Like if I'm doing testing, then it's kind of like I'm doing testing of recipes for a few days. Or if I'm doing videos, I do like two or three days of like videos, and it just kind of depends on what needs to get taken care of. But I do kind of try and batch them like that. But it's not really specific days. That varies a lot. Yeah, and I think the important thing and something I try to say frequently on the show is that there isn't a system or a process or an approach that works for everybody. If, Mm -hmm. you know, if whatever you're doing is working for you, then that's awesome. That's, you know, no need to look for something else. Mm -hmm. I want to talk a little bit about your area of expertise. One of the, we've talked a little bit about this already, but I'd like to dig in a little more and see if you can share some tips because certainly for me, and I think for lots of other women, one of the important things that needs to get done but can be a challenge for us is that process of of getting good meals on the table whether whether it's for us as a single you know for a single person 
or for a husband and kids or whatever. Aside from your great subscription service that people can get that will you know help them with the planning piece of it, what tips do you have for a woman who's maybe trying to get a handle on that as this new year is beginning mm-hmm. to make sure that uh, good healthy meals get served on a regular basis? Yeah, I always say the number one tip is don't wait until five o'clock to think about dinner. (laughs) That's like the worst time to start thinking about dinner. You're already hungry. That's when bad decisions are made because you just don't have the like energy to put into like, oh, let me, you know, even for me, like if I have, I'm not going to like go to the store and buy all these wonderful things and make a beautiful salad if it's five o'clock. At five o'clock, if you don't have anything, you're like, okay, where's like the takeout number and what can I get? quickly and you're probably not going to choose as healthy of an option if you would have thought it out ahead of time. So, you know, I think that's sort of the key is making sure to think things through ahead of time. Like, what am I going to be having for dinner tonight? And think of it sort of when you have the energy to do that and to think through like, okay, what's going to, you know, what am I wanting to eat based on sort of my goals and everything? So... And one of the, I guess, principles behind the service that you offer that can be applied, I think, regardless of whether they're a subscriber to PrepDish, is this idea of spending a chunk of time on whatever day of the week works for you to sort of prepare ahead. Yes, exactly. And, you know, because just some of that, like, you know, chopping up the vegetables, like if you already have some cucumbers that are sliced in the fridge and you're like need a snack at three in the afternoon, you might if they're already there and sliced and you open the fridge, all you have to do is grab them. But it's something like if you see if you see a whole cucumber sitting there, you may not be like, oh, I'm going to just chop this up and eat it, you know, so it's just fun, silly things like that. But if you already have it done, it's a lot harder. And especially if you put in the time. So if you know you've put in that time to make this delicious dinner, you're not going to say, oh, I'm going to skip that because you've put in the work. So you want to reap the benefits of that. So there's kind of a few things going on there that are helping to motivate you to eat that healthy meal at six o'clock. And one of the things that I think is unique about what you do is that the menu plans, the recipes that you provide through your service have a very particular sort of nutritional bent. Um, yes. And talk about that because I, I'm just learning. I, I am not someone who follows a particular, you know, the paleo diet or gluten-free, but I have a lot of friends who are on a gluten-free diet, whether for health reasons or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Talk about that, why, why somebody does that and what challenges that might make for them in, as far as getting meals on the table? Yeah. So the meal plans, they are all gluten-free. And then I do have the option of uh, paleo. And the reason they're gluten-free is I found out about three and a half years ago that my body does not tolerate gluten well. My sister got really sick. She took out gluten and got better within, you know, like a week actually. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was thinking to myself, well, it might be helpful if I take it out and just kind of see if it makes any difference. But I had no intention of like taking, removing diet, you know, gluten from my diet long term. Um, but I did, I took it out for a month. And then when I, ever since then, anytime I've tried to eat gluten, it's been very clear through a host of symptoms that like it is not, I, I don't tolerate gluten. <laughs> so, um, and through the years too, like the, you know, my immune system has been much better. I feel much more energetic. I sleep better. So kind of all these little things that I didn't realize were wrong before. So basically me personally, I've just found I don't tolerate gluten. And I think that's the case for a lot of people. Um, And then 
with the meal plans, I mean, they're pretty much just all sort of what I like to call real food. So I don't really use anything processed. So it's based on vegetables and uh, proteins and fruits and nuts and seeds and just sort of real foods. And what I say is it's listening to your body and knowing how certain foods make you feel and using that as a judge of like, some people can eat dairy and they feel fine. Other people, you know, are in tune enough to realize like dairy causes certain symptoms. And so they cut that out. And um, so with the meal plans and I've tried and make them where they're adaptable enough to where, you know, like I said, there's no gluten in them, but then dairy is always optional. And then there's also a grain free version because um, just with my personal chef work, I've encountered quite a few people, especially those with like autoimmune conditions that do much better on a grain free diet. And so I felt strongly about providing that as an option just because I've seen how um, it does help people, certain people feel better. Um, I personally don't eat like a strict paleo diet, but you know, I've kind of found what works for me. And so with my meal plans, I try and provide, you know, resource so people can experiment and see what does work best for them. And so this is just my own curiosity, because I haven't looked into this that much. Is that what paleo means? Basically, that it's grain free? So paleo is grain free, legume free, so like no beans or soy, no like refined sugars. And my meal plans, I don't add in refined sugars. I do use some natural sweeteners every now and then. And it's also dairy. So it's dairy free, but then there's all these kind of gray areas. So some people now say, well, certain dairy they do allow. And so kind of, you know, there's no definitive, this is, you know, black and white, what's paleo, what's not. There's a lot of kind of gray areas, but in general, the concept is just eating food that's real food that, you know, our ancestors would have eaten hundreds of years ago whether it's gluten-free or the paleo diet, are these more difficult to prepare? Are they more time-consuming to prepare? If, you know, if I'm, I'm just thinking if there's a listener thinking, oh, well, that's all well and good, but I've got you know, so little time to cook, uh, it's easier for me to grab something that's sort of half-prepared from the deli section of the grocery store or something. Is it possible to do these kinds of diets whether they're using your service or not, without having to spend a lot more time preparing meals? Well, it's funny you ask that because (laughs) we haven't even talked about this, but um, this year, so starting in 2016, so usually the meal prep does take two to three hours on Sunday afternoon. And that's just, you know, because there's a lot of chopping and vegetables and I use, you know, things like pestos and sauces to make it taste good. And so there is some time commitment that's involved. It does end up saving time throughout the week, but I do get a lot of feedback. Like you said, like, I I just can't find that time. And so starting this month, I have something that I've rolled out that's called my super fast meal plan. And what that is, is that's a meal plan that's a little more, um, oh, what do I want to say? Like less the, you know, more bare bones in terms of like not as many sauces and stuff like that, but it's an hour long of prep time. So I was kind of hesitant to come out with it because it's, it's hard to find, you know, foods that you, (laughs) you know, meals that you can make in under an hour for, you know, the week, because it's essentially prepping, you know, four dinner recipes in under an hour, but um, I'm going to start offering a one a month for the next, for 2016. So Oh, that's interesting to know. I'll, I'll have to, I'll keep yeah. an eye out for that. So, and it's kind of looking, yeah, I can give you an idea too. It's kind of looking for those foods like, okay, what do you not have to chop that can just be thrown in the oven? Like basically as is. So like, you know, cherry tomatoes and mushrooms, you can just toss those with olive oil and salt and pepper and toss it in the oven. Mm. 
asparagus, you just have to chop up the ends, toss with, you know, salt, pepper, olive oil, and roast it. So there's a lot of kind of like really simple, um, and then like, you know, balsamic vinegar using that as a marinade or mustard. So it's the kind of single ingredient type marinades that don't need a lot of mixing. So I'm trying to come up with things that are even, you know, for those people that really are strapped on time, give have some options available. Well, it's one of the things that I've been thinking about over the last few months as I'm looking forward into 2016 and thinking about productivity and the stuff for the show. Our health really does have an impact on our ability to be productive in the sense of getting stuff done. Uh, Mm -hmm. What we eat has such a huge impact on our health and on our energy level and all of that sort of thing. And I was thinking as you were talking earlier For a listener who's maybe been thinking, and I get emails about these sorts of things, and which is why I I thought of it, that you know they just they they never feel very good. Their their energy is not very good. What kind of symptoms might make them want to take a look at gluten or something like that? How and and how would they find out whether that's an issue that might make a difference for how they're feeling? Yeah, my recommendation is to find either a dietitian or a functional medicine doctor, someone like that, that they can work with, because it's important to track your symptoms. And it's hard to do that if you're just doing it on your own. It's kind of nice if you're accountable to someone that can help you in tracking that. Um, And there's different kind of blood tests that they can do that can maybe show areas where you might, you know, some foods you might be having issues with. Um, But at the end of the day, the best way is, you know, eliminating them from your diet and then just tracking how you feel. And symptoms to look out for that can, I mean, basically any symptom you have has the potential to be related to diet, but especially things like bloating or digestive issues, energy issues, headaches, um, even things like acne. I mean, all of that can be related to diets. And if they're suspecting that maybe gluten is an issue, what does that mean they don't eat? Where is gluten found? So gluten's found in wheat. Um, That would be things like breads, um, pastas, baked goods, anything that uses flour. Um, Although, you know, nowadays there's kind of alternatives for all of that. There's gluten-free pastas, there's gluten-free breads. On my meal plans and even in the way I eat day to day, I don't use a lot of the kind of gluten-free alternatives because sometimes those can be really processed. And honestly, sometimes they will give me a stomach ache too, just because it's kind of these weird flours and starches mixed together. (laughs) (laughs) I have noticed at the grocery store that the gluten-free section keeps growing, which I guess is a good good thing for the folks who are dealing with that. Well, it is and it isn't. You know, I feel like if you're, you know, gluten-free, instead of focusing on a gluten-free aisle, you really should be focusing on walk through the produce aisle, you know, things like um, sweet potatoes and potatoes and carrots and squashes and mushrooms. And like, I mean, all those, all the vegetables are gluten-free. And when you walk down and all the seafood is gluten-free, you know, like anything, if you're just kind of using real ingredients is going to be gluten-free. And that's sort of what I focus on with the meal plans. And I think there's plenty of subscribers that aren't gluten-free and they don't even notice that mm. these are like quote unquote gluten-free menus because they're still eating sort of regular foods, just not having any flour or bread with them. I guess I had had in my mind that a, a gluten-free diet is pretty restrictive, but what what I hear you saying is that's not really the case. Yeah, it's just kind of opening up and being more open-minded to, you know, experimenting with new vegetables or yeah. new dishes. But, and even some of the things like, you know, having a chicken with 
roasted veggies, you wouldn't think like, oh, this is a specific dish that we removed the gluten from. It's just sort of naturally gluten-free. Well, lots to think about there. And I know folks can get more information on your website and we'll talk about that in a minute. I want to ask you, I kind of circle back to talking about your, the way you manage your life. And I always ask guests this because I, I learned something from every guest in the answer to this question. And it's whatever systems you have in place, whatever processes you have for managing your time and your organizing your space and all that. Do you ever have a day when it just, it all gets away from you or you get completely stressed out and overwhelmed? And if so, what do you do to get back on track? Oh, it kind of depends on what, I guess my mood and my energy, because sometimes that does happen. (laughs) Like it just does. (laughs) That's kind of life, right? Um, Sometimes I just leave the house and go for a walk. And I find that that can help. Sometimes I lay down and take, so I work from home. So it's kind of a benefit that I can do some of these things, but I'll like lay down and take a nap. Other times I'll kind of like force my, I try and like recognize that it's happening and just like look away from the computer and write out a quick list really quick. Like what really is important today? And like, what am I getting caught up in? Is it really something that's important? So there's kind of a few different things, I guess, that I would do depending on sort of what my mood and energy is. Cause like the walk is like more if I'm scattered and all this, but the nap is like, if I'm just exhausted and it's cause sometimes I, you know, you get to the point where you realize, wow, like, yeah, I could power through but I'm going to, you know, what I get done in the next three hours, I could probably get done in 20 minutes if I took a nap and like rested up and saved my energy. <laughs> so Yeah, it sounds like you really, I mean, you really just have to be aware of what's going on in your mind and body and, and, and respect that because sometimes mm-hmm. a nap is the answer to yes. whatever you're going through <laughs> at a state where I got nothing left, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to take that step back and say, I, you know what, I'm going to go take a nap. I'm going to go lie down, close my eyes and restore a little bit. I think, mm-hmm. I think that's great. So what's on the horizon for Allison and, and or for Prep Dish in the coming year? You've mentioned you've got kind of a new product a, a little bit to go. What do you see on your horizon? So I have a lot of exciting things happening here. Personally, me and uh, my husband and the cat are moving to Puerto Rico. So. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that should be exciting. And um, for Prep Dish, yeah, I kind of have some new products. I've been working on a lot of videos that I'm going to um, roll out over the course of the year. I'm really excited about the about the videos and just, um, you know, continuing to kind of, I always like to connect with my subscribers and get to know them better. So I just look forward to doing all of that in the new year. But yeah, Puerto Rico will definitely be a new adventure. I guess so. (laughs) Um, Are the videos that you do, are they like demos of how to, how to prepare things or... Yeah, it's a combination. So I've done like some organization ones, actually, like um, organizing how to store containers, what containers do I use, what kind of knives are best, what cutting boards do I recommend, but then also some basic chopping things like how to cut an onion, how to chop garlic. And so there's some food prep ones, but some of them, it's more, you know, what are the basic tools that you need? And it's actually not a lot, like there's not a lot of basic, you know, there's not a lot of fancy tools or anything, but a good quality knife you know, a nice cutting board. Some of those things are essential. So yeah, so a, a knife that squishes the tomato when you start to cut it, maybe it's <laughs> not a good sign. <laughs> and it does not help your productivity in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm speaking from experience here. Well, Allison, this has been so great and so helpful. And you, uh, wh- where can folks connect with you online? 
Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm on social media, like, you know, Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Preptish and on Facebook at Preptish or backslash Preptish, I guess. Um, and then also I set up a special page that's Preptish.com backslash productive woman. And on there I set up a $4 trial. So folks want to give the meal plans a try. It's $4 for their first month, which is only a dollar meal plan. So that'd be a great way to sort of give it a try. Wow, excellent. Thank you. I would encourage folks to give that a try. I know there's so much great information on your website and the the service is pretty awesome. And I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me and share a little bit about how you manage your life and how we can maybe do a better job of feeding ourselves and our families. Let me ask, do you have any any last words for the listener who might be just looking for help in getting things done and, and making a life that matters? Gosh, I think it'd be just whenever you're feeling scattered, just take a few deep breaths, you know, <laughs> just yeah. a few deep breaths really helps to put things back into perspective, I think. I agree 100%. Thank you so much, Allison. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate Allison for taking the time to share her thoughts on how she manages her busy life and for her great suggestions for managing the meal planning and prep part of our busy lives. But what do you think? Do you have any questions for Allison? Is there anything she said that you found interesting or that particularly resonated with you? I'd love to hear from you and I know she would too. So please feel free to ask your questions or share your thoughts by going to theproductivewoman.com slash 73 and scrolling down to the comments section there. Or you can go to the Productive Woman's Facebook page and post there and I'll be sure that Allison sees any questions you have for her. If you'd like to share your thoughts with me privately, you can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com or you can leave a voice message by going to theproductivewoman.com, click on the button there. There's also a voicemail button on the Facebook page. If you are enjoying the show and think it's worthwhile, I would appreciate your help in spreading the word. First of all, you can tell a friend. If there's someone you know that you think might benefit from being part of this show, part of the community here, let them know. You can also leave a review of the show on iTunes or Stitcher. That really is helpful to me if you can take time to leave a few sentences of what you think of the show. There are links in the show notes, or you can just go to theproductivewoman.com slash iTunes or slash Stitcher. And either way, that'll take you directly to where you can both subscribe to the show, but also leave a review. And I appreciate that very much. Uh, before we close out, I do want to share a little bit about our new sponsor, Nosebee. I'm really excited about this. I've been using Nosebee for quite a while myself. I love it. I think it's a great app. I've talked about it before on the show. So I was just delighted when they expressed interest in sponsoring the show. Nosebee is a productivity tool used by more than 300 busy people and effective teams from all around the world to get their tasks and projects done. And I'm one of those happy people. One of the reasons I like it so much is that it is everywhere you want to work. It's both a desktop and a mobile web app and also offers native apps for the Mac, Windows, Linux, Android, iPad, and iPhone. It also offers an app for the Apple Watch so you can get your tasks done even on your wrist. I really like the reminder feature of that where my Apple Watch will tap me to remind me that I've got a task coming due. Nosebee is a proven productivity 
platform based on three basic simple ideas, productivity, mobility, and collaboration. First of all, productivity, because Nosby is built by people who are truly passionate about productivity. It was originally inspired by the getting things done method that we've talked about on the show and now incorporates a a lot of really great proven productivity techniques to help you get things done. And to make the productivity system even more robust, it's set up to let you seamlessly attach Nosby tasks or attach to your Nosby tasks documents and information from Evernote, Dropbox, Box, or Google Drive. So that integration is really helpful to me, and I think you may like it as well. Second of all, mobility, because with Nosby, you can get everything done anywhere, anytime, whether you're in your office on the computer or you're on the go with your tablet or your smartphone. Everything syncs very securely and very quickly, which is something really valuable to me. And finally, collaboration, because in the 21st century, you really can't get everything done alone. It's important to work with other people whether professionally or personally, to work with other people to get things done. And Nosby makes it really easy to share projects with anybody with an email address and to delegate tasks to your friends, to your colleagues. This way to get a project done, you don't have to send emails back and forth. Thanks to Nosby, you you can simply communicate through the tasks effectively right in the app. Nosby is so committed to collaboration that every Nosby Pro user gets a second account for their partner included free. This way you have no excuse not to work with someone through Nosby and you can get your tasks done faster together. So to set up your free 30-day Nosby Pro trial, you go to nosby.com woman and Nosby is spelled N-O-Z-B-E. Now they have a free version, but the pro version has some really great extra features and and more functionality. So take advantage of this free 30-day trial to see what you think of the pro version. If you decide to stick with it at the end of the trial period, you can save an additional 10% on the subscription cost by using the coupon code WOMAN. And all this information will be in the show notes. So check that out at theproductivewoman.com slash 73 And thank you so much to Nosby for supporting The Productive Woman. And that, my friends, is about it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you for spending this time with me and with Allison. I hope you found something in it that makes your life better. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.